0: Hey, it's Mark David here, and I've got something special for you. You know how we've always talked about fitness and bodybuilding? I've started this podcast, Just Ask Mark, Bodybuilding and Fitness, and I think you'll love it. And for some of you out there, you may have heard it before, years ago. It's not just another fitness show. It's like having a chat with a friend about all things bodybuilding. From workouts to nutrition, I'll share my personal experiences, tips, and even some of my favorite archived episodes. Oh, and you might even hear my trained AI voice from time to time, adding a unique twist to our conversations. Whether you're a pro or just starting out, there's something here for you. So grab your headphones, tune in, and let's make those gains together. It's not just about hype. It's about real conversations, real progress, and real fun. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. Let's lift each other up one episode at a time. So catch you on the show. And remember, if you've got any questions, just ask mark hey there podcast family welcome back to another exciting episode episode five is about to rock your world but before we dive in i just want to take a moment to say a massive thank you for tuning in and supporting the show guess what i've been digging deep into the archives and i'm thrilled to bring back some of our classic episodes why because timeless wisdom never goes out of style my friends i genuinely believe these episodes are still super relevant And I hope you find them not just entertaining, but also incredibly useful in your own journey. So, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Stay tuned. And as always, keep lifting, keep learning, and keep being awesome. title of this podcast is, That's Not Revolutionary. And the reason I bring this up is I see this all the time in forums. Somebody will post a new exercise. And there will be a bunch of people that will jump on it saying, Oh my gosh, you've invented something new. Oh, gee, I, I've never seen this before. Or somebody will attempt to bring up an exercise of the past that might have been forgotten and it will be poo pooed and dismissed simply because, well, that's not revolutionary. We you know what? Seriously, can that word even be used next to bodybuilding without laughing hysterically? I mean, what in bodybuilding today? Is truly revolutionary, and think about it for a moment. For the sake of argument, let's just agree that creatine was the last revolutionary thing to hit the bodybuilding market. It's well documented over 300 peer-reviewed research studies. If you don't count, you know, if you don't want to count supplements, then I don't think anything recently would classify, and that was some time ago. Now, if we don't even again, if you don't even want to think about supplements, there isn't really anything revolutionary in how to build muscle. People have been building muscle since before the 1930s. Now there's different equipment. We've definitely learned things along the way, but it's still not what I consider to be revolutionary. What you could learn in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s were all things that people are utilizing today just in different manners of communicating that same information. Better words, better books, um, you know, they've just learned different things along the way. And in fact, the only thing you can say is revolutionary or that's continuing to advance, you could argue, would be medical science. We are learning things about our body uh, all the time. That's happening all the time, not necessarily applied to bodybuilding, but it, we are learning things about our bodies, how they function, different nutrients, uh, supplements, not really revolutionary per se. Different supplements, uh, different twists on a supplement, bringing back uh, old school stuff, but it's not really revolutionary or new. Now, this podcast isn't meant to depress you because if nothing is really and truly revolutionary, not hit, not high volume, not supersets, not one set to failure, not bodyweight exercises, not rest pause, not instinctive training, not five sets, and giant sets or drop sets. You get my point. It's all good stuff. And what I see a lot happening today are people basically taking an old school movement that maybe was forgotten from the Vince Gironda 1950 days and slapping their name on it as if it was their own. Well, it's not. Now, you know, I try to give credit where credit is due. I do talk about the past a lot. Only because there's a lot of good information was designed and they learned in the past that's forgotten today. Perfect curls, body drag curls. Have you ever heard of those? That's where you keep the, bice- the, the barbell really close to you. You're almost like it's one inch away and you're dragging it up. You're keeping your elbows tightly locked back. And it's really a peak contraction. It's an awesome bicep exercise. It is awesome. But you would think that somebody designed that or came up with that variation in the 90s or the 2000s. No, my friends, that was a Vince Gironda move from 1950. And it is awesome, and it works. All my point is, is we've forgotten a lot about the past. And bringing some of that back is a good thing. But there's nothing revolutionary. How about turning your, how about if you're doing a set of dumbbell, incline, bench press, or flat? But I like to do this particular move on the incline. And instead of having your palms facing outwards, you have them facing towards you like in a W. The entire time, your hands are facing each other. So normal bench, normal dumbbell bench press, you see people and their hands are facing out, their palms are facing outward. That's what you normally see. Well, what if you do the same move, but your palms are facing inwards? Well, the theory was, and I believe the theory to be true, is it puts more stress on your pectoral muscles and less on your shoulders now i've personally felt this okay we know that feeling is not scientific proof but when i started to do a dumbbell bench press in this manner i did notice an improvement in my pectoral region and a lot less stress on my shoulders aka rotator cuff or any impingement in that area simply because of the way that i was changing my palms and the focus of where the weight resistance was being done. Now, is that a new movement? Did Mark David invent that? No, Mark David did not. He just found a lot of old Vince Gironda stuff and, you know, it was a little hard to read because a lot of the older stuff wasn't as organized as well. But I found it there. So, is bodybuilding revolution? That just... People are looking for something new all the time. As I was searching uh, bodybuilding.com forums yesterday, There were people who were posting certain diets or they were talking about so-and-so's book. And the next comment was, eh, you know, not a lot of new information there. It's the same stuff I've always heard. It's not really revolutionary. What, there's going to be a revolutionary new diet that you're going to be able to follow? Somehow we're going to find out that eating bananas in the morning are going to build more muscle? I mean, seriously. This isn't meant to be a bad thing. It's just... If you know all this information, bodybuilding is not a 25,000-page book. Now, it might be with all the different fitness experts putting their spin on things, including myself, not exclude me, then it might be that big. But truly, bodybuilding's about 200 pages. It isn't that long. It's how to eat and it's how to train. And there's lots of different ways that you can stimulate muscle growth. In fact... I don't think anybody can realistically argue that we know for a fact how muscle is built specifically. We know that we overload muscles. We know that there's maybe micro tears. We know that stimulation and challenging your body to grow and pushing yourself, sometimes training to failure and maybe not always always training to failure, doing some heavy, you know, rep work, uh, higher rep, all kinds of different ways to train that are going to garnish you the gains that you want. But there isn't one single program that, well, if you use this, damn it, science has proven that is how you grow. Every single person is going to use this program here, and you are going to gain slabs of muscle. No, not true. That's why almost every program out there, if you use it for some period of time and you haven't before, will get you gains because it's simply new and it's a new stimulation. But revolutionary? Well, there's not really a lot of revolutionary stuff you see a lot of the repeats, a lot of repeated stuff. And that's perfectly fine. People put different spins on it. Uh, I tend to be a lot less scientific in my podcast and my writing. There's a reason for that. Uh, I'm not interested in really reading that much science into any of this stuff. I like some of it. But mostly, I just want to know what works, how to do it, get new ideas, uh, bring things up from the past to think about it but not look for revolutionary new training programs. I know the push-up is making a big comeback. Yes. Yes, the push-up is making a big comeback. It's being featured in New York Times articles. I've seen websites dedicated on progressive programs on how to start doing push-ups. I myself am guilty of that. I'm starting to do push-ups three times a week, and I've noticed an improvement in my chest and my shoulder region. Why? You know, I forgot about them. I don't do them. I just was bench pressing away, and that was happy. That was a happy place for me. I wasn't doing a lot of, of push-ups. But is the push-up revolutionary? No. Is the one-arm push-up new? No. Is a push-up and clapping in front of you new? No. How about behind your back? Maybe. There's only one guy who knew how to do that, and uh, he did some jail time. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But, But the point is... Don't look for revolutionary stuff in bodybuilding. And don't let that discourage you when, ah, I've seen this information before. Because if you know all this stuff, if you know all this stuff, then you should be able to get any gains you want and make any changes to your diet and nutrition at any time. But we know that's not always the case. Because the hardest thing about this stinking sport is motivation and the need to change all the time. Not every day but continually adapt and have a new goal. Let's say you do something for six months. You're gung-ho for six months. You get to your goal or your gains stop after that six months. Now what? That's where a newbie changes into intermediate to advanced. Exactly. Now what? You've got to figure out a new goal, a new diet plan, a new training routine. It is a big deal. And you got to do that for years if you want to keep making changes and progress. That's why goal planning and motivation are the two vaporware things with this industry. And not really, they are talked about in bodybuilding circles, at least by the professionals. They're talked about all the time. But goal planning and motivation, you just can't write somebody a program for that. I can show you any crap training program that I pulled out of the 50s and slapped my name on. Which does, by the way, happen a lot. Or you could write a bodybuilding book and talk about eating six times a day. But everybody's talked about that now, so it's not new. It's still pertinent, but it's not new. So what do you do? Goals and motivation. Now that might be actually revolutionary, but even that is not revolutionary. That's just damn difficult to do. So next time you go to a forum or you see an article, don't worry about looking for something that's revolutionary or new. You're not going to find a new twist on the diet that's going to be You know, no one's ever heard of this before. At some point, there could be new things. But you know what? Even in the world today, what is new? It's doing something you've always done in a different way. What's different about podcasting? Isn't this the same as speaking in a room full of people? Technically, I'm just using technology to now broadcast over the internet. So I'm even bypassing radio and basically doing my own radio show. Is podcasting revolutionary? I, you know, I don't think so. It's just different. It's different. It allows me to do something that people were able to do years ago, but in a different manner. Speak in a room, but now it's a virtual room full of people. Now, I love doing it, and it's fun to do, but that's what I need you to understand about bodybuilding and fitness. Stop looking for the revolutionary things. Start learning the basics and the fundamentals and some advanced techniques. If you are younger than 35, I'm 35, so I kind of remember a lot of the older, old school bodybuilders, although I really wasn't a Vince Gironda fan in my 20s and, and early teens. I didn't know who he was. There was no internet. Uh, the, the mainstream magazines like muscle and, muscle and Fitness didn't talk about guys like Vince Gironda. So I never grew up with that. But the information is out there. And that is my point. It will be new to you, and it just might be somewhat revolutionary you if you've not seen it. So don't forget about a lot of the old school bodybuilders who have created the path for what you have now. And remember that a lot of the people jumping on the bandwagon today are taking those ideas and they might look new to you like, wow, he developed this diet. Probably not if you do a little research. Probably not. But that's okay. Because just like there are several TV shows You have to gravitate towards what you like and what you know. So don't worry about revolutionary stuff. Just start learning as much as you possibly can. Take an interest in your health. And once you start knowing all this and it starts to be very repetitive to you, that's when you start to realize, hey, I have enough information to do anything I want. So really, what is my problem? Probably around the goals and motivation that would might be my guess without knowing your exact situation. Now, if you have any questions for this podcast, you know where to send them. It's Mark, M-A-R-C, that's Mark with a C, at justaskmark.com. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Just Ask Mark Bodybuilding and Fitness. I hope you found some inspiration to lift heavier, eat smarter, and live better. Got questions or need some personalized advice? Don't hesitate to reach out at JustAskMark, that's Mark with a C, dot com. I'm here for you, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Remember, fitness is a journey, and I'm thrilled to be part of yours. Until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and never stop asking because the answers are out there.